following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Hey guys, welcome to the PHP. I'm Booker. He is Perez. Deep breath, my man. Deep breath. How you doing? It's been a wild morning. Lots of craziness with Roseanne. I'll get to that. Even craziness with Morgan Freeman with a development today. I'll okay. get to that as well. But first, how was your holiday weekend? My holiday was great. I drank right through it. It was really good. Went to a <laughs> ball game. I uh, had a lot of people over, did a few barbecues, got some hiking in. Uh, I'm well. I'm, I'm, I'm rested. I'm ready to go. I did not drink at all. I did not cheat at all. I was very happy wow. about that. On Saturday, I took a three-hour nap, which was amazing. I, I don't remember the last time I did that. I needed it so badly. Hmm. I uh, took my kids to this like kitty play area place, um, kind of like a fancier Chuck E. Cheese. I went to a birthday party. I went to the Lake Hollywood uh, Park where there was the sign there and the little playground. It was great. It was so good that today, actually, it's been like a come down. You know, like I've felt... <laughs> A little depressed. Yeah. But I have to remind myself that's not real life. The great lesson for me today was, yes, holiday weekends are great, but it's not real. And yes, it's important <laughs> to do things that you don't like sometimes or that you do like, but, you know, it's hard work. Like the gym, <laughs> I still don't. I am not one of those people that loves going to the gym. I hate going to the gym. It's a waste of my time, but I feel I don't feel like I know I have to do it. So mm -hmm. I do it. Uh, and now I'm slowly getting back into the groove with all of this Roseanne drama and craziness, which we will get to. But first, I have some very exciting news to announce on the podcast. Okay. Oprah? Uh, <laughs> no, that's just me. <laughs> well, that's you ripping off Oprah. But no, okay. it's so not. Anyways, mm. <laughs> Booker and I are working on a tour. Whoa. Yes. Is this going to happen? Well, hopefully it will happen. And for it to happen, we need your help, the listener, to mm -hmm. make it super easy for everybody. I created a simple URL to remember. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm going to repeat it five times so you won't forget. Once we'll be fine. It's a podcast. I'm going to repeat it five times so you don't forget. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Perez Tour. Dot com. How simple to remember is that? Oh, my God. There's no need to do it four more times. PerezTour.com. Just simple. I think everybody will remember it. Let's move on. Everybody knows uh, how to spell tour, right? T-O-U-R. PerezTour.com. That's three. So if you go to PerezTour.com, this is where we need your help. It is going to ask you where you live. So the hopeful tour that we will be doing will be based on where there is interest. So if a mm. lot of people in, I don't know, wherever. We get a lot of calls from Canada. What if we end up in Canada? That'd be amazing. Although we, we okay. would have to like do a lot of planning ahead of time to make sure we get our visas in check or whatever. So go sign up. Tell your friends if you love the podcast and you want to see us in person. We'll do a live recording of the show, and then we'll do meet and greets afterwards for those that want to do that. And I think it'll be a lot of fun. So the fifth and final time, PerezTour.com. All right? All right. <laughs> All right. So I'm a little upset. Not upset, really. But um, I I feel like my... Well, actually, I'm glad that it all happened so quickly so that the, the podcast could be even timelier because, mm -hmm. you know, if... The Roseanne show would have been canceled right after we recorded. It almost would have made us feel stale, but mm -hmm. it all happened so quickly. You know, Roseanne tweeted some offensive, hurtful, racist things. And a lot of people were calling for her show to be canceled. And poof, mm -hmm. a couple hours later, it was canceled. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you what she tweeted, which I'm sure everybody knows by now. She was talking about a, a Barack Obama White House advisor named Valerie Jarrett responding to somebody. This is what I love, though. Like, you know, if you're on Twitter and you're tweeting something, even if it's just a reply to somebody and not a message to all of your followers, 
people are watching you. People are paying attention to every damn thing you tweet if you're a public figure. And even if you're not a public figure, even if you're just a normal person, like a loser who's on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, people are going to comb through all your old damn tweets, even yeah. the replies to people. All right. So if you are stupid enough to tweet racist things, just don't. Don't. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Don't be that stupid. Be that stupid in private. Tell it to your friends who maybe think stupid things like you, but don't put that out there publicly. <laughs> all right. Anyways, yeah. she was responding to somebody, one of her like-minded followers when asked about, I don't even, I couldn't even see the original ones because they were all deleted. I only saw her tweet, but in talking mm -hmm. about that woman, she said about Valerie, Muslim brotherhood and planet of the apes had a baby equal VJ, Valerie Jarrett. I mean, first of all, that's a conspiracy theorist that's been debunked. Barack Obama is not Muslim. And secondly, she called the black woman an ape. Like, wow. insanity. But you know what? Like, I did not think ABC would cancel her because a couple of months ago, she was attacking survivors of the Parkland shooting. We talked about this on our podcast and you were defending Roseanne and you said that you could disassociate what the person says from the show. Do you think ABC should have canceled Roseanne? Yes, but for different reasons. Okay, why? The show sucks now. The very first episode, the very first two episodes were very poignant. They very much captured what was going on in America and the kind of division between Republicans and Democrats in the middle and the upper class. It really nailed it. It was so poignant. Now it just at the end of eight and I looked and I said, well, let's just let's go ahead and just take this off the DVR. Well, what happened? Why does it suck now? They're not doing that anymore. Now it's just bad jokes with the, the laugh track. It's just corny. They specifically did not want to do that. They specifically said if you were paying attention during the premiere a couple of weeks that those two, the, the beginning episode or maybe the second one was, you know, getting it out, out, out there and being done with it. And then the rest was going to be like the normal show. Like they were not trying to do that. So it was a conscious right. well, decision. Look, I, I don't care what they say about the show. I just care about the show. Like I didn't follow up with, well, the show is going to be this or it's going to be that. I don't care. I'm just telling you, I'm a viewer of the show and it sucks now. It's just not as good. Okay. So if the show was still as great as the first two episodes, should they have canceled the show? Well, you're going to have to give me more backstory of what Ro Roseanne did. I'm, I got to be honest with you. I'm, I'm hardly following the story. I literally read you her tweet. Did Roseanne say that or did she like some? No, tweet? she literally tweeted that herself. Roseanne said the thing about the planet yeah. of the apes and, and the Muslim Mus thing? Yes. Okay. She should be canceled and taken off of television. So she should be canceled for that, but not for attacking, shooting high school victim survivors. I don't know what that tweet was. Once again, I don't follow Roseanne I believe we talked about it on the podcast when it first yeah, happened. I don't think we did. She said, but I did say that she attacked well, the Parkland survivors. Yeah, I don't know if you did on this show. I think you're getting your YouTube. No, no, no. I'm not. I guarantee. I, I, I don't think I quoted her because I don't think I had that in front of me. But I told you. I'm just telling you, I don't know what the. Well, look, yes. I, I, you I can did. argue with me or not argue with me. I, I have no idea what she said. That didn't get to me. I don't know what she said. Well, I don't remember what she said, but I'm telling <laughs> okay. you that she attacked well, the high school. I'm going to need that. By you saying she attacked something, I'm not believing. Well, you, you were have to almost not even word. wanting to listen to me because you at the time were saying, what do you well, mean I don't, I don't want to listen to you. At the time, I don't care what Roseanne exactly. tweets. I don't. Now, whether Roseanne has her conspiracy theories and all this other wacky stuff, that doesn't bother me. She can go ahead and 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 stump for Trump and do it all. She, I don't care. I don't care about any of that. It doesn't bother me. But if she's saying, like, she wrote that out and tweeted that sentence, I'm sorry, you got to go. And ABC can't stand behind her. That is absolutely hate speech. That's just hate speech. And you can't have someone on your network spouting hate speech. That's all. I'm surprised, though, because they let it slide when she... I mean, I want to find what she said. Yeah, so you're going to really have to give the tweet if you're going to... Yeah. Because Parkland, I don't know what she said, and I, I kind of feel that maybe she had an opinion about the whole thing. No, no, no. I don't know what the tweet was. Let's it didn't get here. to me. I may not have told you what she said, but I told you what she tweeted. Anyways, yeah, I was surprised they canceled it because they ignored that, and also because she has continued to just say the most ridiculous things on Twitter. Yeah. And also yeah, because, because it's been making so much money for ABC. Yeah, it's, they really could have used a second season, whether it's 
still as good or not. It's still better than most of the crap sitcoms that are on TV because there really are some terrible sitcoms that are still in rotation, even on ABC. It, it's it, I'm sure they would have liked to have had a second season, but I think with Whitney Cummings out of the writing room. No, not Whitney I, Cummings, I, Wanda Sykes. No, Whitney Cummings. Is Wanda Sykes out as well? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know how it went down, but I know Whitney was out. All the signs were pointing to that it was going to be canceled. If they did the show that they did the first couple of weeks, if someone could capture that kind of TV that was talking to both sides of this divided America, I found that fascinating. And I would find that to be a really great television show. But they stopped doing that. And then I lost interest. I'm like, this is just a slapsticky sitcom again. And it's not really that good. Well, uh, it's literally a breaking, developing story as we're recording the podcast. Right now, Sarah Gilbert, one of the co-stars, just tweeted the following. This is incredibly sad and difficult for all of us as we've created a show that we believe in, are proud of, and that audiences love. One that is separate and apart from the opinions and words of one cast member. I'm disappointed with that statement. Like that statement's almost saying an ABC should not have canceled the show. I think it says that she's she would like to distance herself from Roseanne, but still have a job is what it says. She to me. still has a job. She's on the talk as a talk show host. <laughs> I meant have a job on that show and all of the people that that show employs. Well, ABC could have fired Roseanne. Roseanne could have died. Well, you, you can't you can't fire Roseanne at a show called Roseanne. Yes, you can. <laughs> it just doesn't work. Yes, you, it, but the point is, dude, it just the show isn't working anymore. These episodes are why it got tired and lame in the end. And I get her wanting to keep the job. And, and I get what she's saying. It's not a terrible show now. It's just not as great as those first two episodes were. No. Well, the CEO of Disney says, quote, there was only one thing to do here, and that was the right thing. I bet it was an expensive show to do with all of those stars and get everybody back together. I don't know what the, the last couple of weeks in the finale's ratings were. I don't, I don't know where that landed. I, I mean, I'm sure it's nowhere near touching what it you know, kicked off with 30 million people or whatever it was, but I, I'm, I'm sure it was probably still fairly healthy. If I had to guess, I would say it was probably still 13, 14 million. Uh, Am I high? I, I could I be high uh, with that number. Roseanne finale dips but dominates for ABC. Let's see here. 10 million viewers. Okay. Well, I mean, that's still a good number for a sitcom. But, you know, that's an expensive cast. It's an expensive writer's room. Well, that is that. And I am so happy to let our podcast listeners that Havenly is back. You guys love Havenly, and I'm so mm -hmm. happy to, to see your tweets about using Havenly or inquiring mm -hmm. about Havenly. Havenly is this really simple-to-use service that lets you redecorate or decorate a new house, redo your old house room by room. So if you don't need to do the entire house, you just want to do like a nursery because you have a baby. Or if your living room needs to be updated, they'll help you. Booker used it. I did. That She was fantastic. The girl that I used. As a matter of fact, I just this weekend hung up the final picture in my living room. It is completely done. She helped me complete the whole process. You get a much better deal when you use these people. Because Wait, you even the, bought photos oh, yeah. through them? Oh, look, Perez, when they design your room... They give you 3D renderings of your room from every angle. I thought it was just furniture, but how cool is that? From down to the plants. Wait, pl they give you plants too? Or they tell Wait. you what plants to buy? Exactly. Wow. They do. And plant that I was going to get that I got through them. I didn't end up using the tree because it was a fake tree and I actually wanted to try to get a real tree. But I used the same height tree that they, <laughs> that they recommended and I got the live tree version of it, which I'm sure I'm going to kill. But I, I mean, even to where they, where you place the photos on the wall to the, how far out my couch should be, uh, like from my slider to every, every little nuance of your room. And they nailed it. It's, a, 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 it's not like a professional, a professional did my living room and it looks great. It's fantastic. And I'm telling you, I couldn't have done it myself for, for the amount of money that you pay into this. It's just worth it. Just trust us. Havenly, if you want to do a room, start with one room, go right to them. 
Perez has got a great deal for you. I've got a great deal for you, and they have a great deal for you, too. You know, they get amazing discounts that they pass on to their customers, which is the opposite of what an interior decorator will do. Right. Just go to havenly.com slash Perez and get 25% off your design package. That's H-A-V-E-N-L-Y.com slash Perez for 25% off your design package, havenly.com slash Perez. All right. Well, um, I like to be honest. Think I was running so behind today that like I couldn't even take damn good notes because like <laughs> I was like running late. But um, it might be a little jumbled, but this, the essence of it is still going to be great. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, Morgan Freeman. I'll, I'll start off with him because that's also still super timely. Uh, mm-hmm. Last week, Morgan Freeman was in the headlines when CNN did a super thorough expose about his behavior on set, his behavior offset, his behavior at his production company. And they spoke to dozens of people, some of them on the record, some of them off the record. Many women, I think the number was eight, claims that they suffered some kind of sexual inappropriateness on his part. Anything from there was groping to comments to inappropriate staring and uh, all sorts of different things. Hmm. And he apologized. And then he released another statement the day after apologizing, saying that he never uh, did anything other than like try to make people feel at ease and be funny. That's his defense. Misplaced humor, I think, is what he said. Yeah. Well, now his lawyer is demanding an apology from CNN because one of the women that uh, spoke out about having incidents with Morgan Freeman was the co-author of the CNN story. And Morgan Freeman's lawyer says that because of that, this author had no impartiality and should not have been able to write the story. And also that they were harassing people to say negative things about Morgan Freeman and blah, 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 blah. They spoke to so many people. I read that. That article took me like 20 minutes to read. It was so long and so thorough. And I am certain it was so vetted. Like if if he would have just apologized and then maybe released the second statement the day after, it probably would have gone away. Maybe not. I don't know. It depends on the severity of what he's done. It might have still been a big story, but it could have like been last week's news, especially with the holiday weekend. Mm-hmm. I don't know if things are going to quiet down now. I think actually this could have the opposite effect. Like all those other women that maybe spoke anonymously to CNN may want to be like, you know what? Now that he's saying this, I want to speak on the record. I mm-hmm. expect that we'll be hearing a lot more from this Morgan Freeman story in the weeks and months to come. And mm. I think that humor is no excuse. Like even, like I said, like I, I, I might get in trouble for this. I think that let's say even the 90s, people were still like recovering from the 80s. And the 80s, you know, it was that movie nine to five and men were still so chauvinistic and it was so hard for women in the workforce. Let's say the 90s, it was another decade of that. But by the 2000s, which was a long time ago now, people should have known better. So this whole excuse of like, oh, I was just trying to be funny. I don't buy that excuse. That's not a legitimate excuse in my book. Every instance is different. And have men been guilty of making jokes at the expense of women or themselves that involve sexual activity. Yeah, it's been happening for years. And the point is that enough conversation is starting to happen that, you know, maybe it'll stop in the future, but we're going back and we're, you know, we're dredging up things from the nineties and from the early two thousands. And I think we, as we evolve, we have to say, okay, those things happen, but let's, at some point, there's going to have to be some sort of line drawn where we go, Okay, well, you know, maybe we didn't know better as a society, but now we do know better as a society. So there's no kind of excuse anymore. The the question is, how far back do you go and what is deemed inappropriate? Because what's deemed as inappropriate today may not have been inappropriate yesterday. 
when I look at some of my favorite stand-ups of all time, I mean, and we're talking about stand-up comedy, okay? Like comedy. And you know what I always say, like, I don't care what you say in a comedy club. But when you look at some of the, you know, the subject matters and even Eddie Murphy, my favorite comedian, the things that he has said, I look back and I cringe and I was like, oh, I can't believe I even... You know, I laughed. At no, that I agree. Because, I, I remember because the needle has moved, you know, Sarah Silverman, I think it might have been in an article or somewhere recently talked about that very same thing. Like, I don't remember what show it was, but in one of her shows, she had a a, a routine or a bit where she was in blackface, <laughs> Sarah Silverman, and yeah. she thought it was appropriate then. And now she looks back and now she cringes. Yeah. But still. Some of these incidents with Morgan Freeman, uh, according to the CNN report, happened in the last couple of years. Okay. Yeah. And and sometimes, you know, and I always say this and celebrities are wacky and sometimes they're so in their bubble that sometimes they're they are stunted to back years ago when they thought everything is okay to still speak that way. And I know you don't have a kind of a job that you report to every day. You are kind of your own job, but I do go into an office and I will run into one of these relics from time to time, like that will kind of do some sort of like gay joke. Deep down, I know they don't kind of mean anything by it. I'm a little bit more sensitive to it. Even what you're insinuating or trying to be funny, it's just some people's humor is just so 10 years ago or so 15 years ago. The question is, where do you draw the line and go, how far back? Are you going to be judging people for it? Well, that's why I made sure to point out that some yeah, you did that absolutely that a lot of these instances, according to the report, happened in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Anywho, some couples news. Uh, according to reports, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry are going to go vacation in Canada, which is interesting because, like, for some reason, Canadians still love being associated with Britain. And I think they're technically called like a territory or calling. I don't know what the exact word is, but Americans do not like being associated with England. Like we don't celebrate the queen as the head of state or whatnot, but I think Canada does uh, in some way. Uh, so that, you know, they're going to this place called Fairmont Jasper Park Lodge. And it sounds boring to me. Like they're just yeah, gonna be- I was going to say, wow, that's <laughs> yeah. their honeymoon. I mean, I would be in Bali or something. I you know. know. <laughs> I mean, they they may just want to be totally isolated and just the two of them and be in nature and all of that. But I find that boring personally. More yeah. couples news: Emma Watson and Cord Overstreet. They were dating. They just broke up. Wah, oh, wah. Um Also, okay, this is a good one. Mariah Carey was gifted her engagement ring by her former fiancé, Australian billionaire James Packer. The law in America, where they were dating and where the gift was made, states that engagement rings are, quote, conditional gifts. Legally, Mm -hmm. if you end up not marrying somebody, the law says you need to return an engagement ring. Okay. But I think Mariah negotiated keeping the engagement ring. And according to reports, and the engagement ring was allegedly worth $10 million. Jeez. According to reports, she just sold it. She sold it to like a high-end auction house or jewelry house or something like that and got $2.1 million for it. <laughs> Jeez. Wouldn't you think you'd get more from it because it once belonged to Mariah Carey? I mean, this. And by, I don't know if I'm a woman, would I really want that? I don't even know if that's a good thing that to, to know or to have, but to lose that kind of value, unless, maybe he overpaid yeah, for or it. unless it was never worth that much in the beginning, you know, and that's right. just what was reported initially. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. It's like celebrity salaries when they report things and you're like, they don't make that much. Exactly. Should she have sold it? Should she have held on to it or should she have given it back to him? I don't think she should have sold it. I mean, selling it to me, I am like, is she hard up for cash? Like, why is she selling that? Like, she should have even, I don't even think she should have, like, negotiated. I mean, yeah, but what do you do with it? I, I mean, it's not like you could ever wear it anywhere ever again. What's the point of having it? It's just going to sit in a box until you die. I mean, what? why wouldn't you sell it? I think she should just give it back. Oh, I agree, but she didn't give it back to him. 
I mean, if you don't give it back, then I guess go ahead and sell it. Like, why not? You know, you're 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 selling it for scraps even. I mean, probably the rocks are worth a lot of money and in uh, whatever it was set in, boil that down again and start over. I guess sell it. There was a lot of drama with Arrested Development and the the stars of that show and how they were defending Jeffrey Tambor. I saw a little bit of that. I, I'm a watcher of that show. I haven't caught up with the uh, Netflix version of it, but uh, the ones that were released on DVD, I kind of burnt through those years ago. I didn't catch what they said. I, I Are they just saying that they didn't have any sort of... No, the opposite. There was drama on the set. It was oh. insane. Oh, there was no. drama on the set, but they were trying to excuse it. So the timeline of everything happened almost concurrently like a, like mm-hmm. um the new season of arrested development filmed just before all of the transparent drama happening mm-hmm. and on this most recent season of arrested development jeffrey tambor screamed at his female co-star and he did so in a way that made her cry and then they were all talking to the new york times about what happened and she was getting emotional. I think her name is Julie. Uh, mm-hmm. And all the all the guys were trying to mansplain what happened and say, oh, you know, it's like a family and blah, 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 blah. Anyways, it was just interesting to me. Hmm. Uh, I read something where he said, or they said that the lines do get blurred when you are in character and he plays kind of this flippant, out there kind of, I, I, I don't, I've never seen transgender, but I'm talking about Arrested Development. You know, he plays this out of touch, completely, almost like airheaded patriarch of the family. So I saw him mention something about the lines being blurred and I'm not an actor. I don't, I mean, some method Mac actors, they, they take their role off of the screen as well. And they walk around in that role. So I, I don't know how that works. I, it's hard for me to, criticize or even understand what happens on a movie set or on a on a television uh, set i don't think that that's an acceptable excuse either like you know if your character is uh uh you know uh, a wife beater uh, yeah you can't go yeah. beating your uh, co-star exactly on the, uh, set. Right. exactly yeah. anyways there was a lot of drama over the weekend with drake and Pusha T and kanye wait did we talk about last week about Kanye using the photo of Whitney Houston's, you know, crack den, basically? No. No, yeah. Well, we'll, we'll get to that. But um, Kanye executive produced the new Pusha T album. Mm-hmm. And in it, there's a song about Drake using a ghostwriter, which Drake has admitted to, but not like all of his songs. Or, I mean, who knows the minutiae of what that means? Like, yeah. I bet you most rappers use not even ghostwriters, like co-writers. That's how songs mm-hmm. most often are done. Mm-hmm. But what was great was Drake released a response diss track like less than 24 hours later. Mm-hmm. And then he released another song, like his single, which that was a mistake, releasing the single so quickly. Did you know that Drake had a new single out? I only because I read a headline like things you missed over the holiday weekend and it's a Drake drops new single. And I'm like, I I didn't even hear it. It didn't cross my radar other than the headline. And I didn't even go listen to it. I think he should have waited a week to release that song because he also released it, I think, on a Saturday. Anyway, I wouldn't do anything over a holiday weekend. It's just no one's paying attention. I can tell from the calls that we got on this show. I mean, people were checked out this week. People are still catching up from last week's show. Yeah. Uh, well, I have a lot more to get to, but first, I got to tell you guys about Omax Cognitive Boost. Mm-hmm. It's a daily supplement that is scientifically proven to increase your brain power and productivity. It will help with memory, with focus, with concentration, and it'll do it all without caffeine. They have this specialized formula exclusive to them that will just help you do better in life. Energy, productivity, and physical performance, all of that. It's clinically researched. And here's the best part. It's all natural, no stimulants. It's safe to use for you and the whole family. omaxboost.com slash Perez today 
to get this, check it out. 60% off your first 30-day supply of Omax Cognitive Boost. And you get free shipping. That's omaxboost.com slash Perez to get 30 days of Omax Cognitive Boost at 60% off. omaxboost.com slash Perez. All right. You know, because I think it's important to give the updates and follow-ups on certain stories. Mm -hmm. A while back, George Takei, the actor, was accused of sexual assault. Mm -hmm. Well, now his accuser has recanted and said, yeah, and said that, you know, he doesn't really, he's not really sure now if what he said is accurate, that maybe he just had too much to drink and he wasn't given anything, like all these sorts of stories. And that, that he basically just wanted George Takei's attention. Wow. I mean, way to besmirch someone's name. Yeah. (laughs) Jeez, for a headline. I've said this happens before on the show, and I've taken a lot of heat for that. But it happens. People can say anything they want. And you can't believe everything that everybody said all of the time. Sometimes you got to use your head a little bit. But wow, crazy. Uh, Cardi B just dropped a new music video for... When's she going to drop a baby? Isn't that soon? I don't know. Yeah. She also uh, quite funnily tweeted something about like Donald Glover and Childish Gambino <laughs> looking very much alike. I thought that was just a joke. I thought it was a funny joke. I thought so too, but she deleted it. Oh, she did? Yeah. <laughs> she could have just tweeted, y'all, I'm joking. She but could. if she deleted it, that kind of says that she didn't realize that they're the same person. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Um, funny. Funny. Drama with Sesame Street. Sesame Street is suing Melissa McCarthy. Who sues Melissa McCarthy? Come on. Anyways, you know, I'm excited to see you guys on tour. PerezTour.com. Uh, number six. All right. Six. Uh, Kendrick Lamar invited a fan up on stage with him to sing or rap one of his songs with him. Uh-huh. And the song Mad City features the N-word. And, and the woman started rapping along and said the N-word. Uh-huh. And then he stopped her mid-song uh-huh. and said, you know, we don't do that. Should he have stopped her? And was that wrong of him? You know, I watched it. I didn't think it was wrong of him. I, the girl, the I'm not saying there's a way to do it, but if I was pulled up on stage, and Kendrick Lamar asked me to rap, I would stop. I would literally stop and I'd look at Kendrick Lamar and go, uh, I know the words. Just what do I, you, you know what I mean? And let him handle it. Cause I, I never know. Am I, am I, if I'm alone by myself, am I not supposed to sing along to lyrics of a song that he wrote? I, I, you know what I mean? He asked her to come up, show her fandom, but the way she did it was just Ew, it was icky. I'm not saying there's a way to do it, but it, maybe there is a way to do it, but she didn't do it if there was. Well, I think that he should have waited until she was done. And at least she was like off the stage and, and, and then said something and then, and then used it. Yeah, as- but did you hear everybody booing while she was doing it? I mean, they were, people were offended. He's reading the room. Basically, he's like, whoa, 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 we, we have to stop. I didn't like her tone. Her tone. I was like, you, this, it just seemed wrong. It felt wrong. I would have stopped it too, exactly the way he did. And he was nice too. I would have literally looked at him and said, I know the words, but you know the words too. So do I just not, you know, I, I wouldn't know what to do in that situation. I wouldn't have done it. I just wouldn't have, no way. I think it's a good teachable moment. And also, I just think maybe that the, I mean, I'm clearly not telling anybody what to do. Mm-hmm. But it has been interesting, like, maybe it's an age thing. I don't, but what's surprising is that he did that, right? Because by far, hip hop, rap music is the most popular genre with young people. Mm-hmm. It is what they stream. If you go to Spotify or Apple Music and you check what is, what are the top 20 songs? Yeah, it's all hip hop. I guarantee you 15 of the top 20. Like, let me go to just check really quickly right now. Uh, eight out of the nine songs that are popular on Apple Music, eight out of the nine are yeah. rap songs. Eight yeah. out of the nine. Yeah. Uh, That's what kids want to hear, period. Exactly. So, you know, I've been watching, and some of the older 
people. Like I was watching a clip with Whoopi Goldberg on The View. Like they're like, you know, they should stop saying that word in music because it tells young people or it tells people that it's okay for you to say it too. And then mm-hmm. also, like, other people making the argument, like, why are you going to create a piece of art that you want some people to consume one way and then other people to consume it another way? Mm-hmm. I'm smart enough to know that that's not my word. I'm not going to rap along to it. I'm not going to sing it. But that wasn't I, – I had not really thought about it that way before. Like, why are you going to create art for people to consume differently? I don't know. Mm-hmm. If you're making music, you want to sing along to it. It's natural to sing along with it. That's what music – does you know where you're not just kind of listening to it and not singing along you're singing along in your mind or you're when you're out so it, it is an interesting i guess an interesting teachable moment i just didn't like how that girl did it it just it didn't it, it played wrong yeah well you know she was singing she was she knew all his lyrics she was a fan mm-hmm. uh anyways we didn't briefly talk on the kanye west thing he Paid $85,000 to use a photo of Whitney Houston's drug-filled bathroom on the cover of Pusha T's album. I just thought that was insensitive and exploiting Whitney's drug problem. Yeah. Like, how would it be felt if somebody did the same with, like, the Paris robbery scene where Kim got assaulted and, and kidnapped? I don't think he would appreciate that. It seems insensitive. Yeah. All right. I want to talk about Donald Trump and all this NFL stuff. But before I do, I want to let the podcast listeners know you still have time. It's not summer yet. You still have a good three weeks to get that bikini body and daily harvest is here to help you. They deliver one step prep frozen plant based food straight to your door. You have a ton of options from smoothies to their harvest bowls, soups, lattes, which is new, oats, anything you want. I mean, vegan is the new way to go. It's Mm. supposedly like scientifically proven to give you even more options. If you're afraid to go vegan, if you want to go vegan half the time. (laughs) Tiptoe into it. Daily Harvest will be your tiptoeing in to go vegan. It's super easy. It is the easiest and quickest to prepare of any of the meal service programs out there. It's affordable. And most importantly, it is delicious. Just go to mm-hmm. daily-harvest.com and enter promo code Perez to get three free cups in your first box. That's promo code Perez for three free daily harvest cups at daily-harvest.com. That's daily dash harvest.com promo code Perez. All right. Last week, the NFL announced that they are implementing this new policy where uh, anybody on the field must stand for the national anthem. If you don't want to, you have to stay in the locker room. And then this made me think a lot of things. My first thought was, well, it sucks, but at least they're giving players the option. If you want to protest, you can do it Mm -hmm. by uh, mm-hmm. by staying in the locker room. But what's interesting is, and it did not come into my sphere of consciousness until I saw a photo of it on Instagram after this all happened. I think in 2012 or 2013, Tim Tebow did the same thing. He took a knee mm-hmm. and he kneeled because he was trying to bring awareness to abortion and being pro-life. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he was applauded for that. Mm-hmm. But now players who took a knee, the president criticizes them for that. But Tim Tebow mm-hmm. was applauded by the same people. Yeah. Seems very hypocritical to me. Yeah. It's all race. It's ridiculous. The owners didn't have to do anything. They should have just left this alone. They should have stopped week one. They should have stopped when Tebow did it and said, look, as long as you're wearing my team's jersey, you're going to do what I want you to do out there. Now, you want to go to a basketball game and the anthem comes on and you want to kneel on your own time. That's fine. But you're out there representing my league and my team. You're, you're, you're either standing or you're off the team. That's just it. You're an employee. You work for me. Fine. I, I, but now they keep going in more and more and more on this. And People are missing the point. It doesn't have anything to do with the uniform. It doesn't have anything to do with veterans or people that have served. It has to do with a man making a point that 
There are injustices against black people in this country. And if you don't see that, your eyes are closed. That's it. And they've made it something else completely. And then the league had to get involved. And then they fumbled this because they don't know what they're doing because they're old and white and out of touch. The whole thing's a mess. It's just a colossal mess. And the NFL numbers are going to keep going down and down and down because they're just pissing off too many people. This is not a win for the country. This isn't a this, this isn't a great moment for the NFL or for Donald Trump or a W. As well, he it, says. it is it for sucks. Donald Trump. He's, it's not. It, but ultimately, it's not for the country. You're right. Maybe it is for him because he's narrow minded. He, he doesn't understand what they're protesting. He said that the ones that are protesting should be deported. Anyways, a lot of Ariana Grande uh, ness in the news. She um, spoke up in a way that I think could have potentially been hurtful to her ex-boyfriend, Mac Miller. You know, Agreed. somebody um, put out a tweet, which I thought was funny. Let me read the tweet verbatim. I think it was a humorous tweet about their breakup. And it said, quote, Mac Miller totaling his G-Wagon and getting a DUI after Ariana Grande dumped him for, for another dude after he poured his heart out on a 10-song album to her called The Divine Feminine is just the most heartbreaking thing happening in Hollywood. That is sincere almost. I don't even know if it's funny. It's, it's, it's slightly sincere. Really? I thought it was kind of funny. I, feel, I mean, I guess you could look at it that way, but you could also just say, look, it is. It's heartbreaking that this guy, man, he just got a DUI. He wrote a record about this girl. He fell off the wagon again, and he clearly loves her. And then, you know, she breaks up with him. I find that to be a sincere tweet. Like, oh, what a bummer. I mean, this like guys, like, the guy's having the worst week ever. Her response was like, holy crap. Well, he was clearly exaggerating also. Not really. I mean, he did wrap his G-Wagon around a pole, and she did break up with him and yeah an album was written about her maybe a couple of tracks but still i mean the truth is still there but i mean it's not the most heartbreaking anyways i viewed it well as, you're right it's not the most heartbreaking I but view- it's he lost a pop star in ariana grande i mean and heartbreaking well what i thought was funny is then she put that guy on blast saying how totally. absurd that you minimize the female self-respect and self-worth, blah, blah. And she went on to call their relationship a toxic relationship and throw him under the bus for his sobriety. Like, get it. I get it. They're not in a relationship anymore. And even when they were in a relationship, if she wanted to help him, great. But it was not her role or her responsibility to help him. That's his role and that's his responsibility. Mm -hmm. But if somebody you cared for even if you're not with them, I would be mindful of how I responded publicly, especially if they're in this difficult situation right now, because I think that could hurt him even more. He's already down. Yeah. You're kicking a horse that's down. You're airing him out for, look, maybe you're hurt and maybe you're upset with what happened. And maybe she doesn't want to be the, you know, crap into the stick like she just willy nilly broke up with him. And I get her point with it. But geez, be a little bit more sensitive. Yeah. That was a bummer. Uh, in other news of the relationship kind, this is family relationship news. Anthony Hopkins has not spoken to his only daughter in over two decades. And wow. he does not care. He responded saying, well, it is cold because life is cold. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Like if I were estranged from my child because of whatever reason, like they repeatedly from me they were a drug addict they were a murderer or whatever i would just be like i am not talking about that publicly period mm-hmm. i'm not talking mm-hmm. about that i don't know i thought him even talking about that was crappy yeah we did that's private yeah. you can say that's private in a nice way yeah nah, that's private i don't want to talk about that and it's over we did a brief instagram live last week where we briefly talked about this kevin Federline britney spears thing because we did not talk about it on the podcast right Mm-mm. Kevin Federline wants three times the amount of money from Britney Spears that he's currently getting. What surprised me is that he had agreed to just $20,000 a month from Britney Spears. But I guess that number was determined many years ago when Britney mm-hmm. wasn't making as much money as she is now. You know, that conservatorship is, you know, working well. They had the Vegas residency. She's even going on tour. Britney's going on a world tour this summer. Did you know that? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So she's making a lot more money and that's the law. You know, if you're making more money, the, the law is like the kids need to be entitled to living at a certain lifestyle that they're accustomed to. I mean, I don't know if I agree with it. But the law is the law, you know? Yeah. There's no debating. That is the law. If it was the other way around and the guy made the money and it was the wife that wanted more, I would stand up and say the same thing. It's the same thing. But it's surprising. Most of my followers who are female, most of them are saying, get a job and this and that and the other. Nah, nah. He's got a job. He's raising those children. I mean, they co- that's what he sees as, his, as a job. They co-parent. They co-parent still. Look, she signed up. In more relationship news, this is just, I viewed it as a little bit desperate, like Nicki Minaj pretending to date Eminem. Yeah, what was that? Just for attention. Hmm. She talked about him in a new song that she's featured on. And now he's playing along too, because he likes the attention, because people aren't really talking about Eminem either. <laughs> right. Uh, also, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie are fighting over custody of their kids because Angelina wants to take them to Europe for the summer. Brad is not down with that. You know, he's filming a movie in Los Angeles over the summer. And I, I'm, I'm going to side with him. Like, you know, I would be okay with it if she agreed, all right, you take them for two months, then I take them for two months. Like, if you're mm-hmm. going to do it that way, then sure. But if you're going to take them for that long, I'm not going to agree to that unless I get that amount of time next, like following. That's tough. They're not in a profession where they're somewhere every week and it's just got to be really dicey and to get to the point where they have to take it to court. That's a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. Chloe Kardashian, according to reports, wants to get married to Tristan Thompson. I can't believe that the uh, Cavaliers are back in the finals. LeBron is the greatest player ever. I paid attention to that. Like he played like almost every damn minute of one game, He's, right? he's superhuman and if he wins if he beats golden state which i don't think he will but i said they wouldn't get out of the second round so what do i know but if he does if people don't sit there and say he's the greatest of all time i i don't i don't know what else the guy has to do and he's not a young chicken either he's like 33 years old or something like that he's spectacular all right we're 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 almost done A a few more quick ones uh, well, we wouldn't even get into this, but there was a lot of drama with Woody Allen and Mia Farrow and their kids, blah, blah, blah. Nor. That was, it was unfortunate. There was some Bachelor. Are you watching The Bachelorette? Well, it started last night, but uh, I was at a Dodger game, so I didn't get to see The Bachelorette last night, but I will. Oh. Don't you folks worry. I will watch. I can't wait to see what this chick's up to. Well, there was a major development or a bombshell last week with a former bachelorette, Meredith Phillips. She claims that she was drugged and sexually assaulted while filming many a moon ago. Hmm. Did you see that? No. You didn't see that? Missed that. Wow. Isn't that interesting? You know why? Because I see Bachelorette headline and I just stop reading. I just assume everything's a spoiler. So you like the Bachelorette, but not like Bachelor in Paradise. Bachelor in Paradise is syphilis in a pool. No thanks. I don't like that show. That one, Bachelorette's that one, great. Bachelor in Paradise seems like a more fun show. Uh, it's just not. There, there, there aren't any rules and the stakes aren't as high. And there's not a proposal. It just sucks. I, I don't like it. And I don't love The Bachelorette because it's a bunch of tool bag dudes that just want to be on TV. It, well, it's, isn't it's that the same when, case with the girls? No, bite your tongue. When it's the girls, they care and they want to find love and be married. Some of them, anyhow. <laughs> Sure. I just like it when it's a bunch of hot girls running around. When it's just one, you know, when it's one girl and like 72 tools, I, I don't have as much interest, but I'm still going to watch anyhow because I can't help myself. Well, let's talk about it next week. Oh, definitely. I got to sure. make a note of that. Ugh, R. Kelly being problematic as per usual, responding to the whole mute R. Kelly campaign saying it's too late. that They should have done that 30 years ago. It's hmm. never too late. All right. Uh, in other uh, problematic people news, remember that Rachel Dolezal? Yeah. The woman that was pretending to be black? Well, now the government has alleged uh, welfare fraud against her. She was receiving oh. government assistance, even though over a two-year period, she made about $84,000, the government says. 
You never lie to the government about money. They will find they out. They will find out. There are a lot of inequities in life, but when it comes to taxes and the government and what you're making and what they can take, they'll throw your ass right in jail. Well, not even. If you're Donald Trump, you can get away without paying taxes. <laughs> well, maybe he can, but the rest of us, we're screwed. All right. <laughs> Last thing, and then I'll take one call or two. Okay. Facebook is launching this new service. This is insane to me. I would never do this. Well, I wouldn't really just do this at, at, to begin with because, you know, I know better. But they're launching this new thing where they want you to send them your nude photos and they will then send your sex on your behalf. And it's this new safety tool. I'm not making this up. Somehow they're going to have a live person looking at all these nude photos. Oh, I want that job. And then they're going to take like a digital thumbprint of it. And then they're going to send it. And then seven days later, delete the photo from their servers. Sure they are. (laughs) But the digital thumbprint will stay so that if anybody attempts to upload the photo on Facebook or on Instagram or even send it, Via Instagram direct message, they can let you know it's for revenge porn. What could possibly go wrong? I know. I don't trust Facebook. I hate of Facebook. Of course not. I hate it. I Get out. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Facebook yeah, No one's going to do that. Listen, if you want to send your naked pictures to somebody, send them to me. No. Just send them to me. I'll look them over. Have you sent naked photos before? Never in my life. Me neither. Not once. No way. Well, I don't Zero need chance. to because also like, hello, like I post, you know, my shirtless photo every Sunday. Yeah. And that's enough right there. And like, do you really need to see a penis? Like what's so sexy about just a penis? Like, There's nothing right. The, the, the penis is not is not uh, supposed to be a, a good looking thing. Yeah. Before we take a call or two, just a reminder, if you want to advertise on our podcast, email us at podcast at PerezHilton.com. That's podcast at PerezHilton.com. And tell us what city you want the tour to go to, PerezTour.com. Let's take some calls. Oh, my God, Perez. I love you. And, of course, I love Booker. I love listening to you guys. But you are wrong. Hmm. Wrong. It's mal, mijo. About what? Because of, of the whole Rodan thing. Oh, if really? She has a different point of view. That does not take away from her being a good comedian. Well, I bet this woman regrets sending this message now. (laughs) That is why I played the call. (laughs) I found that call this morning. I was like, what a timely call. Now, I wonder if she would make that call again. No, I doubt it. (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah, you got to be careful who you're defending sometimes. You really do. Um, I'm a good person. At the end of the day, that's the difference, right? Like sometimes I'll put my foot, oftentimes I'll put my foot in my mouth. But I am a decent, kind, good person. I agree with that. Hey, guys. My name is Katie. And I was just wondering if you ever considered doing a podcast tour. Oh, my God. <laughs> How cool. Yes, we have. And if you want us to come to your city, let us know. Go to PerezTour.com and say, I'm in this city come to see me. Not only will it be helpful to know where to go, but also, and, and, and this is not to make, not to laugh at, it's helpful to know where to go and also like what size venue in each city we should do. Like, cause I don't yeah. want us to do a flop tour, like whatever place we go to, whatever city, like I want to make sure that it's a sold out experience. Agreed. Okay. We need more calls. The calls are all old. And, and, and by the way, I should say, I don't think we've ever gotten more calls other than election calls that we did about the Chris Brown stuff. I did hear all of your calls and I thank you all for spending the time. If we played all of them, we'd be here till next Tuesday, but uh, thank you for those calls. Anything else you want to know? 800-721-1185. That is our phone number. Give us a yell. We'll do this again next week and uh, we wish you well. Take care. Have a good one.